Welcome in to the Captain J. Hood Morning Show on ESPN 1000 and streaming on the ESPN Chicago app with David Kaplan, Jonathan Hood with you. Time for Shot or No Shot is brought to you by Club Hawthorne win $400 in NCAA tournament bets and Kentucky Derby bets while enjoying $4 Sam Adams beers. Details available at our fine sponsor, HawthorneBettingBars.com. All right, we turn this oh is breaking God. news on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN 1000. We turn to young reporter Shane Orling with breaking news here on Cap and Jay Hoche. Uh, NBA reporter Adrian Wojnarowski on Twitter. ESPN sources, there is a growing possibility Chicago Bulls guard Lonzo Ball will need a third surgical procedure on oh, his right knee out that would likely require another six months of recovery and rehabilitation. Every once in a while, boys, we get a breaking news that lends itself directly to a shot or no shot. The stars have aligned today. Shot or no shot. When you hear this, a third surgical procedure on Lonzo's right knee, he's done. That's a no shot. There's a reason why they're going to go in there with that surgery. Now, let's go back to a couple weeks ago, Cap, when we were talking about uh, what doctors said about Lonzo Ball's knee. So, and it was first reported by Tristan Thompson. So when I heard that, I said, I got to make a couple calls here. They are not sure exactly, at least as of two weeks ago, what is going on there. They have never seen this before. It looks like there could be nerve damage in there. Nerve damage. I don't know how you repair nerve damage. I only play a doctor on the radio. Mm-hmm. I am not really one like my brother. This is just awful news for that kid because he's a really good person, works hard, good teammate, people like him, talented guy. Right now, if I'm the Bulls, look, he's on my books. I got two more years, $20 million a year. I push him to the side, and I just go... We cannot plan on him ever playing for us again. If we get him back, that's a bonus. If we get him back. But I cannot count on him. Period. I'm no dream killer. Cap, I'm not saying he's back in the Bulls uniform. But I'm saying that I believe there's a shot that he will play again. Because we had this question about a week ago. I believe he will play again. Look, again, I'm not... Writing him off and saying, release him, he's done, he'll never play. I'm just not counting on him. I can't. Well, I agree. Well, I, I always say, if I don't see a player, then I don't miss him. Right? Like the whole thing about everyone I've talked to on that on my NBA podcast, like, hey, so what's wrong with the Bulls? Well, you know, they're missing Lonzo Ball. Excuse me? Okay, so I can't miss someone I don't see. So, so I mean, so my whole thing is, is that would the Bulls be a better basketball team if Lonzo's on it? Yes. But would they be a top four, top five team in the East? Probably not. Yeah, well, I mean, Probably when, not. When people say that, that, oh, boy, if we had Lonzo, he's not Michael Jordan now. He's this not. isn't LeBron or KD or Luka. He's Lonzo Ball. He's a good player. I wish that he could play. I'd like to uh, hear me clearly. I'd like for you to put a text in to LeVar. Please. Okay. Please. Put it's a, only six in the morning there. I'll wait a little bit. He's up. I want you to he's shooting baskets. Wow. He's, he's getting the other kid ready. Yeah. Leangelo, yep. let's get out in the driveway. He's getting ready. 
Right. Cap, please put a text in to find out his thoughts. Okay. Because, um, again, he says, remember this past offseason, all he's going to work in our pool. We'll work with him. Excuse me? Correct. He's like LeVar Ball, as you can well tell, is no doctor. Okay. So he says he's going to have him work out at his facility, at his house. Mm-hmm. He wasn't, wasn't ready for the season. Correct. So let's, let's find out the latest from LeVar now, how, what, he, what he knows. This is so. It's very sad oh, it that is. a young man dedicates his life to this and leave the money to the side. He's a competitive kid. He's young. He's in his twenty, early mid twenties. Shay's next question is: Shot or no shot? The balls are brittle. Wow! wow. <laughs> Both brothers are brittle and out. Who's at fault? Is it the mom <laughs> or is it the dad? <laughs> Listen, I will say shot, but. Uh, <laughs> What else can I say right now? Three well, surgeries for Lonzo. Lamelo's yep. hurt. Yep. Yep. It doesn't make them. Brutal. I know. I, wow. I, I, I'm tongue in cheek it's, here. It's coming. But it up. Is, it's coming. No, it is. The cap's right. It's sad. My question, I think, is more like: Is there a way the Bulls can get out of this? Because like, how do you get the injury exception? How does all of this work? Well, you don't get the Jay Williams treatment unless you're really out and can't play again. Well, here's the other Cause, thing: because I think Michael would do that. Would well, he not? They do a settlement. I would think they did it for Jay Williams. They, if he's but Jay's out, career ended, what? he was done. Like well, as I said, like if if if, if Ball's career is done, I could see because that's what the Reinsdorf do. They'll do a settlement deal, and there you go. He paid Jay Williams all his money. Jay told me that at dinner. He said, "Cap, you could say anything you want, people in this town, about Jerry." He said, "I violated the contract by riding the motorcycle." Mm-hmm. Not allowed to. And Jerry came to see him in the hospital and said, you just heal up if you can play great. If you can't, your contract's guaranteed with me. I'm going to stand behind it, and I'm going to pay you every dollar. That was, to, to me, that. Yeah. that is tells you the type of person Jerry Reinsdorf is. All right, so that's that breaking news on Lonzo Ball. May need a third surgery. Uh, on that right knee. So what else do we have, Shay? All right, well, betting odds are starting to surface for player destinations in the draft. Uh, there are always inconsistencies with these. A lot of them come from offshore books. But depending on where you're looking, the Bears are the betting favorite to draft Ohio State wide receiver Jackson Smith in Jigba. Shot or no shot? This is a signal they really are going to trade down with Carolina and get to 9 or 10. If that was the case, then that's a shot. That's not what the Bears... I mean, the Bears need a lot, yeah. but could you imagine them settling? No. Well, I, I mean, he's a really good player. Sure. And Justin has openly said, I want to play with that guy. I want him with me. And the kid has said, yeah, I'd love to play with Justin. I love that guy. Um, they need so much. Right. That if you're sitting there at number nine and... For some reason, Jalen Carter's still on the board, or Tyree Wilson's still on the board, or Skaronsk. Like, I need so much. Maybe there's the number one corner is still on the board. Uh, Witherspoon. Mm-hmm. I, I can't tell you that taking a wide receiver at number one, unless he's the highest graded player on your board. Could period. You, would you imagine, though? It's like Millen with the Lions. Right. <laughs> I mean, the Bears need a lot. But, right. I mean, but... It also says a lot about where Justin Fields is in his standing with the organization. Because he says, this is my friend. I'd like to have him on the team. I don't think that Poles bends over backwards for that. I don't think he's taking him for that reason. Ryan no. will take him if he's truly the best player on his board. 
from you and I talking to Ryan on and off the air, yep. he believes you have to build the offensive and defensive lines or you've got no chance. Now, if, he, if Jackson Smith and Jigba is number one on his board, he'll take him. Shay. All right, I try not to get too overzealous about spring training results, which I know might be shocking to you. You'd think I'd do the hot take on everything. But you do. something interesting did what? happen yesterday regarding the White Sox ace. Dylan Cease uh, threw two-thirds of one inning yesterday against a bad Kansas City team, and he got tagged. 11 earned runs on seven hits, gave up four walks. Shot or no shot, despite just being a spring training start, this is a concerning stat line. That's a no shot. When I see that line, he's working on stuff. Mm-hmm. That's what I see. You've been to a, a plenty of spring, spring training games where yep. you go, he doesn't usually do that. Why is he pitching backwards? Meaning, why is he starting off speed instead of starting first ball, fastball? Or why is he only throwing fastballs? Right. That's how guys build up arm strength. I remember, I'm trying to think who it was. Sunflip. might have been Zambrano. Mm-hmm. Got lit up. I'm like, boy, rough outing today, Carlos. He said, I throw only change-up today. I'm like, what? They sit on change-up. I'm working on something. I'll be ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the way guys do it. No, so, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not concerned with that. Now, if you tell me opening day, he's the opening day starter, and he gets knocked out, now I got some concerns. Five runs in the bottom of the first, though. At the end of one, 5 nothing Kansas City. On the White Sox, on the Hard Rock Casino, White Sox Network. Yeah. So no, I'm fine. I'm fine with it, Shay. Like it's thank God it's spring training. You can tell he's working on something. Isn't the four walks just a little bit like that? The eleven runs and the seven hits. I don't care too much about. It's the four walks that stands out to me. Well, you know, when you're on the White Sox Network, you know what you say is, "Boy," but I tell you what, he gave up eleven, but the bullpen hung in there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Great work. <laughs> Deekman, Kelly, Shaw, Herman, Avila. Great job holding the Royals at bay. Only surrendering three runs amongst the bullpen. Well, back in a moment. On <laughs> the White Sox radio. Network. Exactly. <laughs> I know. I'm not concerned. Jay. All right, Jim Beheim retired yesterday. I have oh, very God. thick air quotes around the word retired. After a last-second loss to a quite bad Wake Forest team in the ACC tournament, here is, again, air quotes around the word retirement. His uh, retirement after the game was this. I've just been lucky to be able to coach this long. I, I think you missed it. <clears throat> I gave my retirement speech on the court last Saturday, and I gave it in the press conference afterwards, and nobody except William, William Payne figured it out. Are you, are you saying right now that you're, you, you're going to retire? This is up to the university. You, you want to come back? I didn't say that. Uh, okay, but, so what are you saying? You're not saying you're retiring, I but you're not I just saying? said it. I don't know. So you don't know? Okay. I said this is up to the university. And you, you're not sure whether you're... When will you, when will, how will you make a determination about when you will come back? You're talking to the wrong guy. I mean, shot, you can't put not put air quotes around retirement there. Shot or no shot, he got fired. No shot because they would not embarrass him like that. Now they've been doing all these tributes. They would not fire him. They just agreed. It's time. You're 47 years. It's just time. No, what happened was is that he got canned via a press release. 
that's what happened, Cap. I mean, he, he was he was pretty much, I think, let go as soon as that game was over. And by the way, as typical Bayheim fashion, lost his last game to one of the coaches he accused of buying its team and also a tournament that he's always been against. So what a way to go out for, for Bayheim. Also, when we break down this press conference, this guy here, talking to the wrong guy. No, I'm actually talking to the right guy, Jim. You, you've been here for 47 years. I'm actually talking to the right guy. Do you want to come back or do you not? Are you retired or are you not? Playing games with the media. Don't have to be a dick. You've been around for 47 years. Yeah. Just, just just, answer the question. Yeah, he was... Stop al- playing games. He, you're right. He was always very good to me, me for too. whatever reason. And me too. Yeah. And me too over the years. If I called him, boom, got right back to me. Can you come on? Absolutely. Had him on at this station. But still, Cap, you heard that. But I just... Cap. The last three or four years, he's been a raging jag a lot at press conferences, questioning one reporter's height. Just stop. <laughs> Come on, man. What are we doing? You're Jim Bayheim. Go out with some dignity. But crying Class. out loud. Look, I understand. Hey, for a lot of these veteran coaches, the NIL's too much. It's a bridge too far, right? Right. So you want to leave? That's fine. But it, it, you don't leave that way, Cap. If you feel like it's too much, you know what it should have happened? My God, where's... Akeem Warwick and Mello and, you know, Derek Coleman right behind him. Agreed. Supporting their coach over the years, those great Syracuse teams. That's how it should have gone, not this back-and-forth circus of, I didn't say that. Uh, you're talking to the wrong guy. Yeah. Are you out or not? I mean, it's, and so pretty much Syracuse is like, all right, yeah, you're out, and here's the new coach. Goodbye. You want to go out like that? Yeah, I, I don't Come understand. On, brother. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. Lonzo Ball may need a third in, uh, surgery on his right knee that would require six more months of recovery and rehab. Let's get your thoughts here about Lonzo Ball and the Bulls. Now what happens? 312-332-3776 is our phone number. Don't forget we got deal breakers coming up at 835. Captain Jay Hood is on ESPN 1000, also on 100.3 FM HD2. Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitter at ESPN1000. Cap and Jay Hood are back on ESPN Chicago. Chicago's Home for Sports. Cap and Jay Hood, weekday mornings at 7 here on ESPN1000, streaming on the ESPN Chicago app. By the way, did you see the back and forth between Darius Slayton of the New York Football Giants uh-huh. and Jaquan Brisker, our guy? Mm. Tell so, me. Daniel Jones gets his four-year, $160 million deal, $82 million guaranteed. Jaquan Brisker, why you would do this on a 3-14 and 14 team? MVP, LOL, about Lamar. Other bro got paid today in his trash, fam. Hashtag facts, talking about Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. Darius Slayton, at Young Slay 2, sends a tweet back directed at Jaquan Brisker. It's a picture of the score from the Giants and Daniel Jones beating our ass. Exactly right. Like, why do that? I'm not talking about Slayton. Why is Jaquan Brisker doing that? Like, you're on the losing end of that game. What are you talking about? This delusional optimism from some young players. It's I, unbelievable. I hate to t- I hate to be the old guy in the room, but the thing is that if they beat you, you got nothing to say. 
Zero. Right. You had zero to say. I just think that is that is an epidemic in sports. When you're losing, you're like, ah, I'm better than that guy. Oh, that guy can't cover me. Oh, but what? But you lost the game. I, I don't. You don't need that. Is, I, that, is that part of the Eberflus uh, system there, that his, his acronym? Yeah, I would think that Coach Eberflus would be like, guys, can we stop, please? We're 3-14. and 14. Just go to work. Get in the weight room, condition, and come ready to play. Lonzo Ball may need a third surgery on his right knee that would require six more months of recovery and rehab. Get, get your thoughts here on Lonzo Ball, 312-332-3776. Cap and I are on the same page when it comes to Lonzo Ball. Like, I... I, I believe that Lonzo's going to play again. I'm no dream killer. He's going to have a surgery for a reason because maybe the doctors see something or miss something the previous time he had surgery. What I'm saying is, is that he's not the difference between the Bulls competing with the Bucks or not. I just think that when we talked in the offseason cap about the needs for the Bulls, we never said, you know what the Bulls need to do to get themselves as a top three team in the East? Get Drogic and Drummond. That never crossed our lips. Correct. It never came across. So, and that's what AK and the Bulls did up there. They did not uh, add more quality shooting to the team. Meanwhile, here's the Bucks shopping on the the bottom shelf. Like, yeah, I'm gonna get this guy here. Let's we'll add this guy. Oh, Drogic and We'll just bring him on the roster, knowing that those guys are just depth pieces for depth. It's not necessarily difference makers, but it's like just in case we got these guys with some experience on the bench. What the Bulls got? Nothing in it. Hey, you know, you really need some perimeter shooting. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> really? You sure about that? You know, you might want to get a backup point guard that can play like 30 minutes a night because I don't know when your starter's coming back. Now nah, we're good. Okay. Let me know how that worked out for you. 312-332-3776 is our phone number in Dallas, Texas. Listening on the ESPN Chicago app is Mark on Cap and J. Hood. Good morning, Mark. Hey, what's going on, Cap? I don't, I don't know if we, if he can have that many type of surgeries going on in his knee and have that and, and come back after a year. I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of logged down by that. And then the Bulls go out there and, and and win another game against Denver like that and do and give you that hope and the hope and glare that they can do something. I, I just don't know if he can come back and, and after a, a year and a half being off. I don't know. How do you guys feel? Well, I mean, what is the point? In releasing now, if the doctors say he's done, and you can get an injury settlement and recoup the lion's share of the twenty million that is left per year for two more years, that's a a business decision. But to just go, yeah, we're done. We've done enough of this. You're up. What is the upside? What if he goes somewhere else then and he rehabs and plays? Right. Just push him to the side. You got to pay him anyway, unless you have to make an injury insurance decision. That's the only way. Here's something that you don't get very often. I'll tell you my, my Pelican source. Uh-huh. I have two of them, but I'll give you one. You, I think you might know the one. Yeah. You know Joel Myers, right? Yeah. Okay, so jo- Joel Myers is the voice of the Pelicans. Yeah, correct. And there's another one in the front office, but we'll, we'll keep his name out of the, out of the conversation. Mm-hmm. But I asked Joel, I said, Joel, what are we getting from Lonzo Ball? Because he played for the Pelicans. He saw every game. He goes, well, Jonathan, uh, an improved three-point shooter and a guy that's really solid uh, perimeter uh, on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what the Bulls need, he told me. I said, okay, 
cool. And then we saw that at glimpses with the Bulls. Mm-hmm. He and Caruso was going to, well, I thought we were going to be terrific defenders because this team does not desire to guard, especially from the foul line down. They draw, the, the Bulls try to outscore you versus trying to play solid defense. That's the hallmark of a lot of Billy Donovan teams in the NBA. And lately, they've been really good defensively, which is shocking to me. Well, just, I mean, where's that been all season, I guess? That's mm-hmm. my whole point. Especially if, if Levine's not going to do it, if DeRozan doesn't do it, the others need to be able to have some resistance mm-hmm. from the foul line down. So, now that he's hurt, I was looking forward to a guy that can give you a little bit of three-point shooting and a guy that can give you defense. And now you don't get either one of those things. Maybe next year. But even still, if he does come back healthy next year, Cap, you still got to do more. Got to do more. Yeah, and I, to me, our front office is in over their head. They have done a terrible job putting this roster together. Terrible. Kevin is in Geneva on ESPN 1000 with Cap and Jay Hood. Hey, Kev. Hey, guys. Uh, you know, I think it's funny and sad that we lost a second-round pick for tampering on the Lonzo Ball situation, if you remember. Correct. Yep. Um, how about getting something like that back? NBA should be like, we're sorry. You got bagged on this. Here's two second-round picks. Um, kidding, of course, but speaks to how <laughs> bad that has been. Um, and then we don't have our first-round pick. People forget this. We gave up a first-round pick to San Antonio, in a, uh, technically, for DeMar DeRozan. So I, I think all these moves, you know, they tried. but I, And I'm not going to play hindsight and say, oh, you shouldn't have done this, shouldn't have done the Booch trade. Everything they did at the time was okay. They've been so bad at recognizing mistakes. You know, this last trade deadline, obviously, sitting, sitting there, not doing anything, when DeRozan's value was sky high with his excellent contract going into next year. Uh, so it's just disappointing to, to get excited, you know, one, two years ago, and now just as the process plays out, it's, it's just it's bad. It's bad management not going to fault somebody for a bad decision, but I will fault you for staying in that bad decision and kind of compounding it. So yeah. need to get better and not sure where it goes. Those are all great points, Kevin, and we appreciate the phone call. But So let's drill down on Karnaschovas just for a second, Cap. Mm-hmm. So the hire from the Denver Nuggets, you say, hmm, this is a good hire because, because very similar to polls with Kansas City, right? Mm-hmm. Model franchise, they're doing it the right way. You say, oh, we, polls, that hire works as a general manager. Same thing with Carter Chauvis, though. So they have Jokic as their centerpiece, who could be the MVP again, right? He's that good. And then you take the flyer on Michael Porter Jr., and at the time he said, bad back, there's no way the Bulls should go get him. They pass on him. Denver says, well, we got a year. We can wait on him. We know he's a good talent. Denver is a solid organization. Not great. I think they're very solid. And Carter Chauvis was part of that building process. But here's the thing that Carter Chauvis does not have. He does not have this number one pick or doesn't have a first-round pick that he can build and mold and shape a team around. He's got a philosophy where Billy Donovan says, I'll come here, but it's got to be with veteran talent, all in, because he's not coaching any kids. If, if that was the case, Captain, the Daniel Gaffords and all those other guys would still be on the roster. Mm-hmm. And, uh, or Wendell Carter. Wendell Carter, now with the, with the Magic. I don't think that Billy was going to come here for some kind of rebuild. Right, he wanted to get competitive, but so did management. They'd seen enough of rebuilding. Enough. So I guess my point is with Karnaschovas, you know, he looks at this and he might feel stuck because he doesn't have a Jokic to depend on. And, and Kevin talking earlier about DeRozan, I would do that move again. Absolutely, I would. DeRozan? 
He was a great signing. What He's a- been nothing but a model citizen in terms of leadership and a hell of a player. Two-time All-Star. I'll be the first to tell you, though, Cap, if Lonzo Ball does not return, uh, if that's not strike two, that's strike three on Carter Chauvis. Yeah, that's a bad one because there was reports that he might be damaged goods coming in. By the way, just to be fair, because I told you the last while the Bulls have been much improved defensively. Billy's been stressing that. Yep. Okay, where do the Bulls rank in defensive rating? Today? Today, for this whole entire season. Cleveland's number one. Where do the Bulls rank? You think uh, It sounds like they might be in the top ten. They're sixth. Yeah. Sixth best defensive rating in the NBA. It goes Cavs, Bucks, Grizzlies, Celtics, Suns, Bulls. Pretty good. They're getting better. That's not good enough. Six is plenty good enough. Yeah, but then, yeah, it's it's good enough. They don't shoot the ball. So well. how much are they giving up a, uh, a game, does it say? Uh, opponents points per game. Um, I got I to gotta do wondering. a little deeper dive for you. Because, I mean, giving up 120 on the other end doesn't get the job done. Yeah, so I, just I, I don't think they are. But defensive rating, they are number six in the NBA. Ahead of the Heat, the Sixers, the Pelicans, the T-Wolves, the Nuggets, the Lakers. I mean, defensive rating is pretty damn impressive. My problem with that team is I believe you have an overmatched front office that did not value perimeter shooting in a world of perimeter shooting. We're giving away 25th anniversary tickets uh, for our big party. For ESPN 1000 anniversary that's going to take place on Friday, March 24th. We'll tell you how you win those tickets coming up this half hour. Also, deal breakers right around the corner. Cap and J. Hood, weekday mornings at 7. Here's today's headlines, headlines. with Cap and J. Hood. Good morning, Chicago. Hey, the Bulls picked up a road win over the Denver Nuggets last night, 117-96. But the story did, came across this morning that Lonzo Ball, the likelihood that he will have a third surgery. There is a growing possibility of Lonzo Ball. He's going to need a third surgical procedure on that right knee that will require another six months of recovery and rehab, Jeez. according to Adrian Wojnarowski from ESPN. Also... Jim Beheim retired from coaching Syracuse basketball after 47 years at the school. DePaul in a hell of a game against Seton Hall. DePaul wins 66-65. Also, John Morant will not be charged for displaying uh, a gun at a strip club on Instagram Live. He will mix the, miss the next four games for Memphis before being cleared to return. And also two major injuries occurred in the NBA last night. Luka Doncic left the game in the third quarter with a thigh injury, uh, saying it's not good. Also, new Phoenix Suns star Kevin Durant left last night's game with an ankle injury. Dwayne Rankin is a Suns beat reporter. He said that Durant could miss the remainder of the regular season. Much to the chagrin of Jesse Rogers. Jay Moore. Kevin Jay Hood are back. And you know this, man. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. We all have to make choices in sports and in life. It could be running on third down. You ran the same third down situation, and you ran the same play twice. You're getting paid for that. I cannot believe the call. Or managing finances. This country, you've got to make the money first. Or it could be a deal breaker. It's time for deal breakers right here on Chicago's Home for Sports ESPN 1000. It's now time to turn over to Shane Norling because this is one of the most unpredictable segments on ESPN 1000. You never know what you're going to get with Deal Breakers. One of my favorite. 
Never gonna. What's it? What is your top one? Is that your top three deal breakers? Uh, deal breakers would be my top three. Shot, no shot. My baby. That would be number one. And then number three? The morning meeting, I get to walk in and work with you. And you come in every day and you go, Coach? I go, hey, Coach, how are you? Around the NFL fourth. Wipe the, wipe the brown off your nose there, Kev. Just a little bit. <laughs> oh! That's racist. Here's yeah. Shay Marling. Shay, go ahead. <laughs> My God. Deal breaker. All right. Yeah. You are the coach of a mid-major Division One basketball team, and your son is on the team. After five seasons and 143 games played, your son has a chance to break Pete Maravich's scoring record, but comes up three points short in his final game. Your team was under 500, but they get an invite to a postseason tournament anyway. Your school will have to pay 30000 to compete just to give him a chance to break the record. Do you take the invite? This is Alex now. This is one of your sons. You're the coach. Yeah, no, because even if the money meant nothing, let's assume the school could afford it, and he breaks the record, dude, you're not the record holder. Sorry. You played seven billion more games than Pete Maravich because he could only play three years. Freshmen were ineligible back then, Mm -hmm. A. B, you shot like six billion threes, and they didn't have a three-point shot when he did it. So it's kind of a phony record. No. No. That is going to be very, very difficult at the Thanksgiving table. Make it a farce of the game. Sorry. Cap, that's very difficult at the table. That's your son. Okay. You're and the so, coach of the team. Like, right. You don't want your son to break that record in the CBI? Because he's not really breaking it. You're some crappy postseason tournament that... You could literally be 0-28, and if you're going to write the check, they'll let you play? No. I would say to him, I call him Albie. That's his nickname. Mm -hmm. Albie. You had a hell of a career, man. It was a joy, a pleasure, and an honor to get to coach you, my son. Dad, I just need three more points, It doesn't matter. You're still not going to truly be the record holder. That's in your eyes. I want to play. Cap, that's a tough one. That is a tough one. I give you that. It's a tough one. Can Detroit Mercy play for, pay for that? It's right there in the neighborhood, by the way. I've been to Detroit Mercy a number of times. Right there in the neighborhood. I've been there. Callahan facilities. Hall. Yeah. Huh? They can update some facilities for the cost of getting into this tournament so this guy can score four points. You should have just scored four points. I, I first went to Callahan Hall. I said, wait, what's that ashtray doing there? Oh, it's Dick Vitale's old cigarette. Still burning. <laughs> the Ember right, still. he would smoke while he was coaching. <laughs> the first time I went to Callahan Hall, so I'm old. doing the game of the week for ESPN. Yeah. And Detroit had Rashad Phillips, yeah. one of the all-time yep. leading scorers in the conference, mm-hmm. against Butler. It was a big game. My producer director from ESPN, Todd Benjaminson's his name. You know him. Yep. Todd calls. He's like, dude, where are you? We're waiting to have a meeting. I said, where are you? I'm standing on the court here. He's like, what are you talking about? I'm at the scores table. Where are you? I said, dude, I'm in Indianapolis at Butler waiting for this, and no one's here. He's like, in Indianapolis? The game is in Detroit. <laughs> He's freaking out, and I walked up behind him. <laughs> Take that! Uh, I, I would also say the same thing. I would say, um, sorry, son. Like, we're not going to go in the CBI. First of all, we're not good enough. 
to be in the CBI. We're That's not paying a fake extra. Record. Come on, what are we doing here? So I'm saying no. But you know why? Because you had every opportunity to shoot the ball. Especially if you Antoine Davis, right. Cap. It right. was just him against five the whole time. So you had every opportunity to break the record. You just fell short. Completely agree. All right, Shay. All right, I'm going to put you both in the role of the girlfriend today. Switch things up a little bit. Oh, my God. I'm the girlfriend. Yesterday was International Women's Day. Your boy, I saw this on my Instagram. Your boyfriend posts a photo on Instagram of you, uh, of of you, and his caption is "Happy International Women's Day to my star." That's nice enough, but then he adds your Venmo handle and says, "Venmo my girlfriend if you don't hate women." Are you embarrassed by this? Hell yes. That's just a stupid, stupid post. That's a deal breaker. If I'm the girlfriend, right? Like, what are you doing? Why is that? Why is that entertaining? Right. And what, you, what do you think the guy would say? I was just trying to show how much I adore you and look. No, you're an idiot. So you're whoring her out pretty much. That's, that's, what, that's what I mean. For money. Is that right? Well, I don't think there's a quid pro quo here. Yeah, I don't know if he it, wants I the don't money. Think there's an expected return for on the Venmo uh, payments. Well, what if it is? But I did have that thought. I turned to my wife. I saw this post and I showed it to my wife. I turned to her and I said, "Look at this." I said, "If I posted this today about you, wouldn't you be embarrassed?" And she goes, "What is he a pimp?" Well, right. Right. So he's expecting some return for this, right? He just needs like a big hat and a feather in his like where's he my money? He just wants to go, hey, I just want to let you know I've got three grand that's come in so far for you. For, for, based on your picture, my star. Yeah. Well, the funniest part to me is like imagine guys start sending her $500 and she's like, oh, that's it, I'm leaving you. <laughs> like there's a lot of financial <laughs> boon here. Yeah. No. That, so, yes, I think that that's a, if I'm the woman in that spot, that is a deal breaker. And we have more deal breakers right around the corner, right here on the Cap and J Hood Morning Show. If you miss something, get the podcast on the ESPN Chicago app. Cap and J Hood are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Deal breakers with Shay Norling. Shay? All right, you are moving into a multi-bedroom home with your fiance. She grew up with siblings. She's never had a room to herself. For the last few years, she's lived in a single-bedroom apartment with a roommate to save money. She tells you that because she's never had a room all to herself, she wants to live in separate rooms and sleep apart when you move in together. Would this be a deal-breaker? Absolutely. Wait, say it, so say the, it again. 19, I got a visual. 1950s? It's cap your girl, your fiance. She's never had a room to herself. So when you move in together to a multi-bedroom home, she wants to live in separate rooms. Yeah, done deal. She's out. Absolutely, it's a deal breaker. Out. Deal freaking breaker. This is uh, what is this? The the uh, the Petries. Yeah, Rob and Laura Petrie. Yeah, on the, uh, the Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, I love Lucy. I love Lucy. <laughs> how did, let me ask you a question, Jay Moore. How did Lick, little Ricky? How did he come about? Stork. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't sleep in the same bed. Right, he was delivered. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it was back in the day, right? It was a big deal. The <laughs> first time saying? network TV allowed a couple to be in the same bed. That was a big deal back then. But just how did little Ricky come about? If they're sleeping in separate beds, right? Did you ever experience that? These separate beds. To have a child, something's got to happen there. Something. That's not science, pal. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a deal breaker. I'm 
I'm long gone. The sharing the bed thing is not a huge deal to me. Like, when, when my wife and I first moved in together, we had a queen-size bed and then realized that wasn't going to fly, so we upgraded to a king. We just want the bed to keep getting bigger so we have more room apart from one another at night. Now like, I, eventually, my grandparents, when I was growing up, slept in separate rooms. Well, I mean... That happens with a age, different right? era. Yeah, yeah. You guys, but wait a minute. What was wrong with the queen bed? I'm a big guy. No, that's fine. Okay, hold Close. on a second. So if Kenzie said to you, the California king, right? That, the that, real, real spacious, that's real big. That's so if Kenzie said to you, say, you know what? I just sleep better in a different room. Love you dearly, but I'm a sleep dearly. You'd be okay with that. Yeah, I wouldn't care. If it, like, I don't think it would interrupt. If it doesn't interrupt the sex life, I'm all right. Dude, I'm asleep. Like, I get up at a way different yeah, hour than no, she does. Not going to fly. I get up three, four hours before she gets up. Good I luck, get Mindy. It. I'm a snorer, I think. <laughs> no, I think it would make sense. Yeah, no shot. It just, you got to be able to keep the intimacy alive. That's the thing. The sleeping apart deal, it's not a big deal to me. Yeah, no, no. Some of my favorite times of the day are not the, the romantic parts. It's my wife and I have great conversations when we're going to bed. Yeah. I haven't hit it in four months. All right. That's your problem. <laughs> well, listen, man. Listen. I just don't know how, before the age of 30, that you could say, hey, I wouldn't mind sleeping in separate beds. That's crazy. No, I mean, we wouldn't do it. But if You wouldn't it, do what? You wouldn't do what? Well, apparently that is the case. Apparently. I haven't hit it in four months. That must this be is the not case. fair. This is not fair what's happening. I wouldn't do it. No, Cap's just asking me if she came to me and said that. I'm going, it wouldn't be a deal. I'm not going to divorce her over wanting to sleep in separate beds. If like I said, we'll keep the sex life going. That's that a different thing. That would be thing. a major, major issue in my house. Party but my five. wife would never do that. Never. Now, you know where that happens? The Skip Bayless home. You know the story, right? Skip and Ernestine. Ernestine. Mm-hmm. They do not sleep in the same bed. And you know Why? Because Skip needs to have his own room and his own rest to get his takes together. That's that's a quote. Because he needs to have time and space to get his takes together for that show no one's watching. That they're paying him $7 oh, yeah. million, dollars, sure. $8 million dollars a year sure. to do. That's Sign a true story. Me I mean, seriously? Like, you're not going to sleep with your wife because I need to get my LeBron and the Cowboys thoughts together. Really? Come, Come on, Skip. Like, Please I wonder your if, if someone says, boy, the ratings are horrible. Okay. You guys owe me $56 million. No, it's fine. I just, but I mean, the money aside, my pride would want to be. No me doubt. Being, being, I want to be number one. I don't care. The, that the money show's aside. never going to be number one. Yeah. Well, he, he's, he's trying to uh, bail the Titanic with a thimble. Never going to happen. When I start relying on just the check coming in and stop caring about the show, then you're in but, trouble. But we have a chance here, and so it's worked out. We've got great management, great rate. We're very blessed. That thing? Who's watching that? <laughs> and I love Skip. He's a friend of mine. Yes. Who's watching that? Shay. All right, one of your closest friends has been serious with his girlfriend for five years. You all expect them to get married. You just don't know when. They haven't made the commitment to one another, so you're all waiting on it. Mm-hmm. Are you going to card in the mail with a photo of the two of them? It's saying they got married over the weekend, didn't want to have a ceremony. They did it in secret. The card also includes a link to buy them gifts from their registry. Are you getting them gifts? Yes, I am. Oh, come on. Wrong answer. 
No <laughs> shot. <laughs> Boy, your, I need, I need them to throw a party. I don't like weddings. I don't like going to weddings. All right. I don't. I'm not a wedding guy. Let okay. me tell you. However, let's get, let's get to the, the I question. I need my own salad at 11.30 at night on a Saturday in a crappy downtown hotel. Go ahead. Which downtown are you talking about? Chicago? Wherever. There's no there's no crappy downtown hotels here, pal. Not in, not in this market. Yeah, when they serve salad at 11.15 at night, stop. And then we have a toast from her friend from college. I don't care. I'm out. Here's your gift. I'm out. I hope I never get married again. Because you're not going to be invited. You Because I know you won't like it. Because it's not about you. But I... Because it's my wedding. It to be about me. I want... Nothing to do with that. That's good. At least I know. If I get married again, hopefully that'll never happen. You won't be and invited. And you still get a gift. Yep. No, I wouldn't want that. I would still nope. send you a gift. Nope. And I'd say, return to sender because he doesn't appreciate it. That's what no would happen. Shot. That's what would happen. Like, bread maker or something. Wait a minute. What? Bread maker. <laughs> 1989. Thank you very much for the bread maker. Thank you, Grandpa. You're going to need this. You're going to need the bread maker. It's good. Watch. See? Boop. It makes the bread. See? You put the bread in it, mix the bread. It's a bread maker. It's like good. An air fryer, something like. That. No, no, no. I want it. I will send it, send it right back. How did I get this back? Oh, you returned it. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, so no. So, so again, that is. They would not get a gift for me. Part of buying the gift for me is. You throw in the party, which I know costs you money, and I will compensate you in a way. Like, you get the gift, you pay for dinner, effectively, right? You leave them a check. If you have two people, maybe it's $100. You take care of your dinner at the ceremony. Uh, Or you get them the gift because they're throwing all this stuff. They're doing the shower. They're doing all these things. If you just send me a card in the mail, you didn't even have the courtesy to tell me that you were getting married over the weekend and we're close friends. You ain't getting a gift. Well, I've been there. I won't say the name, but I've been there. So, yeah, yeah, and so, yeah, I'm saying no to that. No gift. None. Yeah, I'm absolutely buying you a gift. You could buy my gift. <laughs> you, could, you, you buy your gift and my gift and send them both. Well, you know the real plus here, Hood, is now we know we don't have to invite Cap to our events and he'll still get us a gift. That's good. That's it's right. a win-win for us. It's an automatic. So well, speaking of <laughs> gifts, let's give one away. All right. Your yeah, chance. See, I like that. All right, step aside. Your chance, so you're not going to give me anything for my, you're not going to come to my next wedding. I'm going to give you a gift, though. Your chance. And you save the plate cost. Return to sender. The $200 salad at eleven fifteen. you don't have to worry about it. Well, you, if you know me, I wouldn't be doing that. Salad? Me? No shot. <laughs> your, your, <laughs> your, your chance at the 25th anniversary tickets right now. 312-332-ESPN, 332-3776 is our phone number. Here's the question. You want to go to see the 25th anniversary for ESPN 1000? Answer this question. Who was my first radio partner at ESPN Chicago? Me, Jay Hood. Who was my first radio partner at ESPN Chicago? Sean Salisbury. Call uh, fourth. Uh, caller 10, regular line, 312-332-ESPN is our phone number. You are the first one to check in with the right answer, and I will hook you up with tickets to see us at the 25th anniversary for ESPN Chicago. Back in two minutes as Sylvie has a spring trading idea on Chicago's Home for Sports.